Hi, this is Wes Thompson, one of the pastors of Refuge Church, and I want to invite you to connect with us on our website at therefugechurch.org. You'll find all kinds of useful information about our gatherings. You can read a blog. You can get more information about community groups, our mission, and much, much more. That's therefugechurch.org. See you there. And as we read in John chapter 6 today, we'll see the disciples will face three tests because of the great crowds that followed Jesus. The first was feeding the multitude. That was the first test. Philip thought the answer was money, but Andrew saw the answer in a lad with a lunch. The second test was leaving the multitude. This incident occurred at the high point of our Lord's popularity. The disciples, especially Judas, would have welcomed a kingdom. So Jesus sent them away into a storm, and Jesus came to them and met their needs. People want the Lord to meet their physical needs, but not their spiritual needs. Just as you take food into your body, so you take Christ into your life, and He becomes one with you. The disciples had opportunity to follow the crowd, but they remained with Jesus. Now, let's begin today's reading from the New Testament. May 11th, the New Testament. John chapter 6, verses 43 through 71. But Jesus replied, Stop complaining about what I said, for no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them to me, and at the last day I will raise them up. As it is written in the Scriptures, They will all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to the Father and learns from Him comes to me. Not that anyone has ever seen the Father, only I, who was sent from God, have seen Him. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes has eternal life. Yes, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, but they all died. Anyone who eats the bread from heaven, however, will never die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever, and this bread which I will offer so the world may live, is my flesh. Then the people began arguing with each other about what he meant. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? they asked. So Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you cannot have eternal life within you. But anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise that person at the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. I live because of the living Father who sent me. In the same way, anyone who feeds on me will live because of me. I am the true bread that came down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will not die as your ancestors did, even though they ate the manna, but will live forever. He said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. Many of his disciples said, This is very hard to understand. How can anyone accept it? Jesus was aware that his disciples were complaining, so he said to them, Does this offend you? Then what will you think if you see the Son of Man ascend to heaven again? The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. 
and the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But some of you do not believe me. For Jesus knew from the beginning which ones didn't believe, and he knew who would betray him. Then he said, That is why I said that people can't come to me unless the Father gives them to me. At this point, many of his disciples turned away and deserted him. Then Jesus turned to the twelve and asked, Are you also going to leave? Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. We believe, and we know you are the Holy One of God. Then Jesus said, I chose the twelve of you, but one is a devil. He was speaking of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, one of the twelve, who would later betray him. Today we're reading Psalm 107, verses 1 through 43. How easy it is to take God's mercy for granted! Here are four pictures of God's mercy towards sinners and how they respond. And we'll see as we read here in Psalm 107. They're travelers. Being lost in the wilderness without food or drink would be a frightful experience. God not only saved them, but led them to safety, the safety of the city. Did they take time to thank Him? Now the prisoners, they were in prison because they had rebelled against God's will, so they deserved to suffer. But when they cried out to God, He heard them and set them free. Did they take time to thank Him? And then we'll see in verses 17 through 22, we'll look at the sufferers. They had, quote, made their own bed, end quote, and should lie in it. But God mercifully healed them. Did they take time to show their appreciation? And then it talks about sailors. Dangers on the water usually exceed dangers on the land, for where can you go for help in the midst of a violent storm? You can only look up, which is exactly what they did, and the Lord rescued them. And then finally we'll look at the farmers. Only God can send the rain that turns the wilderness into a garden. We eat and are full. But do we take the time to thank the Lord for giving us food? Be wise and understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Psalm 107, verses 1 through 43. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out. Tell others He has redeemed you from your enemies. For He has gathered the exiles from many lands, from east and west, from north and south. Some wandered in the wilderness, lost and homeless, hungry and thirsty. They nearly died. Lord, help! they cried in their trouble. And He rescued them from their distress. He led them straight to safety, to a city where they could live. Let them praise the Lord for His great love and for the wonderful things He has done for them. For He satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Some sat in darkness and deepest gloom, imprisoned in iron chains of misery. They rebelled against the words of God, scorning the counsel of the Most High. That is why He broke them with hard labor. They fell, and no one was there to help them. Lord, help, they cried in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He led them from the darkness and deepest gloom. He snapped their chains. Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for the wonderful things he has done for them. 
for he broke down their prison gates of bronze. He cut apart their bars of iron. Some were fools. They rebelled and suffered for their sins. They couldn't stand the thought of food. And they were knocking on death's door. Lord, help, they cried in their trouble. And he saved them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them, snatching them from the door of death. Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for the wonderful things he has done for them. Let them offer sacrifices of thanksgiving and sing joyfully about his glorious acts. Some went off to sea in ships, plying the trade routes of the world. They too observed the Lord's power in action, his impressive works on the deepest seas. He spoke, and the winds rose, stirring up the waves. Their ships were tossed to the heavens, and plunged again to the depths. The sailors cringed in terror. They reeled and staggered like drunkards, and were at their wits' end. Lord, help! they cried in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He calmed the storm to a whisper and stilled the waves. What a blessing was that stillness as he brought them safely into harbor. Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for the wonderful things he has done for them. Let them exalt him publicly before the congregation and before the leaders of the nation. He changes rivers into deserts and springs of water into dry, thirsty land. He turns the fruitful land into salty wastelands because of the wickedness of those who live there. But he also turns deserts into pools of water, the dry land into springs of water. He brings the hungry to settle there and to build their cities. They sow their fields, plant their vineyards, and harvest their bumper crops. How he blesses them! They raise large families there, and their herds of livestock increase. When they decrease in number and become impoverished through oppression, trouble, and sorrow, the Lord pours contempt on their princes, causing them to wander in trackless wastelands. But He rescues the poor from trouble and increases their families like flocks of sheep. The godly will see these things and be glad, while the wicked are struck silent. Those who are wise will take all this to heart. They will see in our history the faithful love of the Lord. Proverbs 15, verses 1 through 3. A gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing, but the mouth of a fool belches out foolishness. The Lord is watching everywhere, keeping His eye on both the evil and the good. Want to keep up with the latest news and notes about the Refuge Ministry? Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can find us at facebook.com slash Ministries and on Twitter at GodOurRefuge418. You'll find links to Transformation Radio and the Refuge Church, photos, event listings, and more. And you can tell us what you'd like to hear. The Refuge Ministry is on Facebook and Twitter. Check us out today.